1: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck Today Check podcast. Today we are going to be talking about reselling productivity tips. Uh, we have quite a few of them compiled for you guys today. We We've spent a lot of time in the last few years trying to come up with the best ways, the best systems that work for our businesses. So Keep in mind that not everything that we share with you guys today might work for you in the way that you're running your business. But if you can add one or two or three of them to your toolbox, we really feel that some of them will be
0: able to help you out immensely in your business. Yeah. A couple episodes ago, we actually talked about why resellers fail. And after that episode, it just felt different to me to do one that was like more focused on like negative things It didn't really feel right or sit right with me. And so Ashley and I agreed that we would rather focus on things that we can change and help you guys with. And productivity is huge, especially with, you know, once we thought about some of the reasons why resellers fail, and a lot of it has to do with productivity. These are going to be tips. They're going to help you. Like Ashley said, maybe they'll work for you. Maybe they won't, but maybe they'll get you to think about things a little different. So let's start with productivity tip number one that we have. And this one I feel like is very important. I forget who told me this tip but it definitely has changed how i approach the tasks that i do every single day and that is do the one that you dread the most first and for me that would be listing so instead of waiting until afternoon to list items do it first thing in the day that's the thing that i don't like to do so if i do it right away i already have it out of the way i can cross it off my list i don't have to dread doing it it's kind of like for me with also like going to the gym if i don't go to the gym right away i'm gonna think of a million excuses as to why i shouldn't go to the gym so that's definitely a really good tip So I was
1: listening to this other podcast um, a couple of days back actually, and they mentioned this method that they used in their own business and it's called the Ivy Lee method. And I forget the gentleman that um, the woman mentioned that like created the method, but basically what it is, I'll tell you like how I've started using it in the last couple of days. And it seems to like actually be working pretty well. And it goes hand in hand with what you mentioned before doing the task you dread the most first. So the night before you write down the six, most important tasks that you need to accomplish the next day in order of importance. And then the next day when you start, you know, your work, you start with number one first because obviously it's the most important or the hardest one or the one that you're dreading the most. And you only focus on that task and you don't deviate from that until it's completed. So what I've started doing is six for my business and then six personal actually, which is like a little deviation from what the method actually is. It says six maximum, uh, but I just have a lot that I need to get accomplished for both business and personal every day. So that's what I do. Um, And it's really helped me stay on task and on on track. And I really like ticking off the um, tasks in order as they get accomplished. So if you want more information, you can Google the Ivy Lee method and I'm sure you'll come up with all kinds of good information on it in more detail.
0: Yeah, so that could go into the next tip, which is having a to-do list, which mine is usually pretty long. We have this giant whiteboard on our wall. We went to Goodwill one day, and it literally is like eight by four feet. And Casey's like, oh, that's the one I want. And I'm like, I don't even know if we have a wall long enough for it. But we ended up buying it. It was a good deal, too. It was like $22, definitely was in an old classroom. And we turned it into... A calendar we used like that uh, the tape that is really thin and you can section things off he has a part of the board I have a part of the board and then the middle is like a giant calendar so that's where i can write like my to-do list i can write it on the board it's a visual i can see it but i also like writing to-do lists on a pad of paper i'm really still old school in that way i like writing things down i like being able to cross them off but having a to-do list something that's a visual of things that you need to get done that's really important
1: yeah absolutely so something else that i heard a while back, a lot of people still go to that like visual, the whiteboard or the pad of paper, instead of putting their to do list on their phone, because they become super distracted by checking their phone all the time to see, you know, where they are in their list. So if you're one of those people that gets distracted by your phone very easily, try, you know, separating your list off of your phone onto a different medium. For me, I do get distracted by my phone sometimes, but I really like, I have an iPhone and I use the notes app. And then there's these little bubbles in the notes app that you can put. It's like a bullet point. But as you finish the task, you like click the little bubble and it fills it in. It's it's, it's rewarding. Just, it's very <laughs> satisfying. So that's that's what I use personally. <laughs> but I do like having that visual also always in front of you. If I could find a whiteboard somewhere, I would definitely do that too.
0: Yeah. So either one, as long as you have a to-do list, something where you know you have a, you have goals for the day, you know exactly what you need to do. Now, piggybacking on starting the day, I would say when you start your day, start it with something positive. Because if you have something positive to start your day, it can change your entire day. It could be something like listening to a motivational podcast, watching something on YouTube, or even telling yourself something positive. For me, Liz, you did a really good job editing that podcast interview yesterday or something like that. If you tell yourself something positive, it just, it does change the aura about you and it changes how you feel and it motivates you. And it just, it's it's all about positivity. So the more things that you can start the day off. On a positive note, it definitely will make you more productive. Yeah, definitely. I'm like huge on this. I have a lot of tips that go into
1: like how you start your day actually. And I have this entire morning routine. But part of that morning routine is that I don't look at my phone first thing. I am trying to be less reactive to things and more proactive as I go about my day. So I find that if I look at my phone first thing and if I see like something negative or a negative comment or something like that, then I feel like it sets my entire day off in this reactive mode. And I don't want to be reacting to things all the time. I want to be going about my day in a way that's proactive and organized and not stressed out and not constantly reacting to other people and
0: other things and what they are telling me that I need to do. All right. Another productivity tip we have is it's really important, especially with reselling, because you can have really long days. Maybe you wake up, you list your five items, you ship out items, you go sourcing, but it's really important to take breaks. And it's just a healthy thing to do. With our whiteboard, write down what time I'm going to take a lunch. And that's what time I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to turn off all social media. I'm going to turn off the computer. I'm going to take a break for myself. I'm going to probably pet my dogs. Spend time with them because that makes me happy and then it puts me in an even better mood. But really, taking breaks, maybe that's a time where good for you if you can go to the gym in the afternoon or the evening, just taking breaks and just having that mental chill, I guess, you know, not having to have your wheels turning constantly. Like you just get that mental break.
1: Yeah, definitely. I need that time also to like lower my cortisol a little bit and just kind of get out of my own head and what I was. So focused on for, you know, I mentioned in a previous episode that I kind of do these power hours for different tasks like listing or photographing. I find that I get so wrapped up in that then I need to like go take a break outside, go for a little walk, go, you know, check the mail or whatever it might be just to kind of break it up a little bit. And then that gives me the clear headedness to start the next the next task, whatever that might be. So the next tip that we have for you guys is... One of my favorites, personally, because it is find an accountability partner. And that's how we ended up here, you guys. Liz was my accountability partner and still pretty much is. When we were in this Discord group a couple years back, it was a reselling group. And I needed an accountability partner in the worst way. They had us post in this one channel if you were looking for one. And thank God Liz like found me <laughs> and took me under her wing, as I've mentioned before. And it has totally changed um, everything about my business, actually. We also mentioned before that reselling can kind of be like a lonely thing if you're working from home all the time and by yourself. Having someone that you can check in with and help you stay on task. She, you know, will check in with me in the morning or check in with me at night. Like, what did you get done today? Um, I'm working on this. What are you working on today? So just, It doesn't have to be like a drill sergeant kind of thing, unless that's like, you know, what you're into, but find someone that you work well with and that you mesh well with that you can help support and they can help support you.
0: Yeah. And I think another thing with an an accountability partner, it's so important to bounce ideas off of each other. I'm going to be having coffee with Melissa next week, which I've mentioned on previous podcasts. And she, she's a mother, she resells, she does mainly Poshmark women's clothing, but she has a completely different business model than I do. But just some of the ideas that I get from her, she is super organized. And I'm always like in awe when I look at her organization, especially with being a mom of two boys. I'm like, yeah, you do it, girl. And also when you're around like somebody like her, it's so positive, you know, so it's like, not just, finding an accountability, but finding somebody that has good energy, that's really important as well, because that you're just going to feed off that energy. You know, she makes me want to organize. I don't always get it done. But she makes me want, you know, she makes me think about how I can better what I'm doing right now. So an accountability partner doesn't have to be somebody that's like, like you said, a drill sergeant or, you know, did you get this done? No, it's more like checking in with them, making, you know, how are things going for you? You know, and you just end up sharing stories. You share tips, things that you find out, maybe changes in the reselling world. And if you're out there and listening and you don't have an accountability partner, reach out to us on social media. I think we should start doing things like a listing challenge because that can be motivating Just anything where you can communicate with other resellers, that's really going to help.
1: Yeah, maybe we can put up an Instagram post where people that are looking for an accountability partner can post kind of like we did, and then they can kind of, you know, find each other. I think that would be awesome if we could bring people together like that.
0: Yeah, and we do have a private Facebook group called the Day Checkers. Uh, The link will be in the description below or the show notes if you're listening to the podcast. That could be a really good area, too, that we have in our Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group. So you're going to have to answer some questions before we let you in. It is private. However, I think that that could be a good resource if you're listening and you need an accountability partner, join the Facebook group and we'll help you find one. Okay. So the next tip that we
1: have for you guys is to make sure that you're as organized as humanly possible in your business and in your personal lives. I think if you have a lot of chaos in your personal life, that can kind of like leak over into your business. I personally have a really hard time with planning like meals for us, especially dinner. Lunches are super easy. I've got that down pat, but trying to come up with like ideas for dinner and going to the grocery store. And I don't know if it's just like a me problem, but I feel like I go to the grocery store almost every single day. Part of that is that like, food just goes so bad so fast now. I feel like I have to, but anyways, getting um, sidetracked. But if I could be more organized in my personal life, then that would make me more organized and more productive in my business. Finding systems and tips that work for you in both areas are going to be super beneficial. And one of those things that we both use is a reselling planner to help keep us on track. We've mentioned before, writing things down really helps, but Having like a nice neat planner where everything is kind of in one space also really helps so you're not like looking at your one notebook and then you have a sticky note in a different place and then you have notes on your phone so kind of having everything in one area is super beneficial as well.
0: Staying organized at home I think is is very very important. Right now we have a roommate named Danny. And he lives in our spare bedroom. Our house is only a two bedroom house and I love it because it's very small. We were coming off the road from full time RVing. So a small home to us and we don't have children is perfect. However, with him being in our house, he takes up the spare room and then he has a bunch of stuff in our outbuilding, which we do have a 1200 square foot outbuilding. But really once he is in the casita, cause he's moving into a, a casita that's on the property, I feel like that's going to definitely help our organization. And it is really important to think about your home because when you're reselling, your home becomes your business and your business is your home. So you really have to have a set spot for, and we've mentioned this before in previous episodes, like how to start reselling. Like you definitely want a dedicated place for photographing, for listing, for shipping, prepping. And if you're not organized and you have stuff everywhere, that is not going to motivate you to get anything done. It's going to make you feel like dreaded to do anything because you have stuff everywhere. So if you can organize your home, it's just going to help you be more productive, which I am excited to have like a little podcast area in the spare room. So really finding areas where you can kind of close the door and not have to see it, I think is really important too, when you're reselling don't have things like out in the open, even though you probably will. I mean, I know people that have boxes of stuff everywhere because that is the life of the reseller. And some people aren't don't have the luxury. They might be in like in a, a small apartment or maybe they have a roommate themselves and they don't have space. But just try your best. If you're going to have reselling stuff, try to have it organized regardless if it's going to be in a room and you can shut the door or maybe on the dining room table like we do next productivity tip which i feel has really helped casey and i is having certain days that you do certain tasks for us we might go sourcing on tuesday and thursday or you know we'll schedule certain sourcing days that week we'll definitely have days where we list and what's nice about reselling for us since we're full-time we can kind of work those days around our personal schedule so maybe we're gonna go On a camping trip instead of sourcing on Thursday, we might source on Monday and Tuesday. So, really having it scheduled out to where you're doing certain tasks. That way you don't just wake up because for a while we didn't have our giant whiteboard. We didn't, you know, we were still trying to figure out how we meshed as a not just married couple, but business partners. Once Casey went full time with me and we would wake up sometimes and I'd be like, what are you doing? I don't know. What are you going to do today? And really we weren't putting things down and really scheduling out what we were going to do.
1: Absolutely. So for instance, we, we, You and I always record the podcast on Tuesdays and Thursdays at the same time every single week. And that works really well for us. I like knowing what I have going on. Like this is one of the first things, one of the first projects that I do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I know it's one of the first things that you do on Tuesdays and Thursdays too, because it's so early for you being in Arizona. But yeah, it's just really nice to have a plan and know what's coming. Like you you're aware of what you have to do that next day. And going hand in hand with that, we are going to talk about time batching for a second here. So, time batching is if if you don't know what it is, basically you work on one task for a certain amount of time. So, Liz and I always record podcasts. It takes us you know, about an hour. And then we talk for another like 30 to (laughs) 60 minutes. i like too long. (laughs) Sometimes. So I time block two hours of my day on Tuesdays and Thursdays for podcast stuff. And then, you know, reselling stuff. So photographing, I try to get that done. I've talked about the power hour earlier in this episode, I'll do a power hour, and then move away from that. So focusing on one task at a time, I think is really important. And it took me up until like two years ago to actually figure that out when um, someone else mentioned it to me because I was trying to get too many things done at once. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off and it was just so overwhelming and stressful. And then I ended up like doing seven different tasks partially and not completing anything. And I would go to bed at night like, oh my gosh, I still have so much that I need to get done because nothing ever really got finished. It was just partially done all the time. And so having that completed task is very fulfilling and motivating to make sure that you can go on and complete the next task fully. It also time matching also helps you with clutter. So setting up your photo area, maybe, you know, when I lived in my apartment a couple of years back, it was very small. It was like one huge room, like there was nothing really separate. There was like a little kitchen section, a little bedroom section, like there was a separate bathroom but like it was this huge lofty area so everything you could see everything from any point basically in in that apartment and setting up my photo area, I didn't want to do that every single day. So I would photograph two days a week, and then I could take it down, you know, and it was like out of sight. And I didn't have to leave it up all the time. It was just really nice. So less start, you know, cleanup time. And um, when you're done, it's less cleanup time. So it also just like, like I said before, helps you maintain focus.
0: Yeah. And going on with that also, don't forget to schedule during the week, something that you want to learn. That's also very important. Maybe you want to learn about selling on Amazon. So maybe you would schedule, okay, Monday is going to be a learning day. I'm going to take one hour and I'm going to learn, you know, this that I that I want to know more about. So not just scheduling tasks, but also scheduling things that are going to help you build your reselling business. All right, guys. So the last tip that we have for you today is
1: that looking at your entire business as a whole can be so overwhelming and frustrating at times. Start with one thing. You don't have to tackle everything, especially if you are someone that's listening and thinking about starting a reselling business. It can seem like there's just so much that you need to do, but just start somewhere. Start with one thing that you can do right now today to move forward in your business. So it's just like cleaning a room. You can't clean the entire room all at one time. You have to start with one thing. So start with the windows, start in one corner, start by vacuuming, do one thing and then move on to the next task. And it becomes a lot less overwhelming and stressful when you work on your business that way. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's
0: episode. Thank you so much for
1: listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast.
0: Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with
1: anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast.
0: Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.